If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. The Morning Line. Line up, ladies! All right, let's do this now. It is a one, two, three, a, a Thursday, I think. Right? Is it Thursday? On the 6th, 17th, 18th, not Wednesday. Wednesday, I have no idea. Thursday, Thursday it is. Yep, I was right the first time. Thursday, it is December the 19th, 2019. It's time continues to fly by here and TikTok people TikTok the end of the year is almost upon us that is right not only the end of 2019 but the end of a decade that is right then end of a decade getting ready come January 1st just a couple of weeks away we'll be ushering in a new 10-year period where we can have all sorts of fun and set the bar just so high and then ultimately never make it to where we wanted to go. Now, I'm only kidding. Uh, It also means, of course, the last couple of weeks of this year, the final tally will come in. How did you do this year in your sports investing efforts? Did you make money? Did you break even? Did you lose a few bucks? And where could you have improved? All questions that we will be asking ourselves here as we move along on the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. It is the morning line. And we will certainly get you caught up with everything that happened last night and overnight in the world of sports, including an NFL firing. That is correct. Gone. See ya. Don't let the door hit you on the arse on the way out. That is correct. We'll get you uh, caught up with what is happening in Jacksonville. We'll also talk a little bit here about what is coming up this weekend, week 16 in the NFL season. And it's a big one. And it's for the very first time, I think, this year. And this happens every year in the NFL season where we get to this time of year in December, mid to late December, where you hate to do it, but you've got to start asking yourself motivational questions. In other words, for who, for what, why, because of all the games this weekend and week 16. And I do believe there are six games on tap, almost uh, a little close to half of the games on tap, have absolutely zero playoff implications. So you have to ask yourself, for who, for what, for why? Do the lines make sense? Do I even want to bet on games like this? Do I want to look at games and go, well, this is a must-win situation and be able to focus on there? There is some strategy when it comes to the end of the year in the NFL especially when you have, you know, almost half the games with absolutely zero to play for. 
Now, teams are always playing for something, or at least individuals are always playing for something, whether it be money, pride, whatever it may be. If it ain't the playoffs, it's usually self-motivated. And there are some teams and there are some players here that got a lot on the line, so we'll talk about those uh, coming up. We will get you caught up with what happened in the association last night. Big night, in fact, and some players and some teams, if you haven't been following the NBA, they are starting to emerge as real contenders, not only in the Eastern Conference, but in the Western Conference. And yes, I mean, outside of Milwaukee and the Lakers or the Clippers, none of whom played last night, um, there are some teams mixed up in the uh, in the fray there in both conferences that people better start paying attention to. And now that the NFL season is coming to a close, I'm sure some of you, if you're not going to be concentrating on some bowl games here over the next couple of weeks, you're going to start looking towards the NBA. And uh, sort of a uh, recap we'll get you caught up with, uh, certainly what happened last night, because definitely need to take notice of teams in the Eastern Conference outside of the Sixers or Milwaukee. And then let's face it, outside of the Lakers or the Clippers, there are some teams fighting and clawing their way, certainly in the Western Conference, which I think we can all agree is a pretty loaded conference. It's going to be much harder to be able to advance uh, in the Western Conference than it is possibly the Eastern Conference. Uh, and, of course, that we mentioned bowl games. There are plenty of bowl games coming up starting tomorrow, in fact. The Bahamas Bowl, Celebration Bowl. We got a whole, it's 40 bowl games here beginning tomorrow that we will be inundated with. And you got to ask yourself a question, too, as a sports investor heading into bowl season. How much do I really know about Conference USA? How much do I really know about the Sun Belt? And while I'm excited there's going to be 40 bowl games to bet on in college football, is it a smart sports investing decision to go ahead and dive in? And start handicapping conferences and teams I have no idea about. In fact, I haven't played a Conference US game or a MAC game all year long. So why are you going to dive in now? Well, we'll help you get through that too. So plenty of information that uh, is coming your way over the next 55 and a half minutes or so. We'll get you caught up. But we'll start with the headline last night that's got the entire state of Florida. Not really. Jacksonville. Got Jacksonville buzzing. Got a lot of former players buzzing. And uh, word came down last night, quietly. And it kind of got buried because there was something going on in Washington, D.C. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, but I was too busy watching uh, Utah beat uh, Kentucky last night. Uh, but I was, uh, this quietly came over the you know, a little scroll in the bottom of the screen and came over the phone that the Jacksonville Jaguars, more importantly, the owner of the Jacksonville uh, Jaguars, uh, Shad Khan, had uh, made the decision a week before Christmas, kind of cruel here, uh, that Tom Coughlin was relieved of his duties. That's the way it, uh, that's the way it was presented, relieved of his duties. Uh, this came directly from Shad Khan, the owner. And what he really meant to say is, yeah, don't let the uh, don't let the door hit you on the way out there, Tom. Uh, it's time for you to go. You've alienated just about every star player, future star player that we have in this organization. Hell, you even had the players union. And very few guys can say this. You got the NFL Players Association to send out a memo to all of its members, hence the players in the NFL, telling them be very careful if you're going to sign with Jacksonville. So, yeah, I'm thinking that uh, you really, ShotCon, had absolutely no choice but to pull the plug. Tom Coughlin, great coach, historic coach, Super Bowl winning coach. Not a great front office, guys. Stay in your lane. We'll have more on that. We'll go over the NBA that was last night. We'll start talking some bowl games and week 16 in the NFL. We'll do that coming up here on the morning line. SportsGrid.com. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get at it. It's Charlie Daniels. Double went down to Georgia for maybe Jacksonville. His name is Tom Coughlin, and he is no longer a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars organization. And I can tell you right now, there are a number of players on that team that are breathing a sigh of relief that change is finally going to come. And welcome in here to the grid. It is sportsgrid.com. I'm Jaron Aries, the morning line. We'll get you caught up here with what happened overnight in the world of sports headlines and, of course, the NBA. But the uh, big news coming down was, and you had a feeling it was coming. It was just a matter of time. But Shad Khan, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, released a statement saying that he has, in fact, relieved Tom Coughlin of his duties last night. Uh, just before uh, the holidays there. So how's that treating you, Tom? But um, Apparently, Mr. Khan said that uh, it is uh, the events of recent days had him uh, reconsider and make this change immediately. And if you haven't been following, uh, Leonard Fournette had just won a $99,000 grievance uh, against Tom Coughlin and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Of course, is the Players Association uh, went to bat for him. And uh, it looks like Tom Coughlin had a serious issue with uh, with just simply fining players on the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, for things that he uh, wasn't allowed to find them for. And, uh, you know, Leonard Fournette seems to be at the head of that, because according to CBA rules, you can't find players for missing medical meetings that cannot be. But were deemed mandatory by Tom Coughlin. You can't make medical meetings, especially in the offseason, mandatory. And Leonard Fournette apparently did not show up a couple of times simply because he didn't have to. 
But Tom Coughlin said he had to. So Tom Coughlin docked him uh, around $99,000, almost $100,000 at the end of 2018 uh, for sitting on a bench during the game that he was going to be inactive. And the list goes on. It's not just him. You don't have to look very far. Um, Jalen Ramsey, too, seems to have had an issue with with Tom Coughlin, uh, so much so that he's now a Ram. Uh, and the, you know, Dante Fowler, you go down the list. I mean, it is Tom Coffin has done an amazing job of alienating just about everybody along the way in Jacksonville. He re-signed uh, Blake Bortles, uh, let us not forget. He brings back, uh, of course, Doug Marone, who is a big Tom Coughlin guy. So everything about this has been a hot mess. Everything about Tom Coughlin, who don't, uh, don't forget, great coach, with the New York Giants, two Super Bowl wins. No, nothing bad you can say about Tom Coughlin. He was unbelievable as a Jags coach. Don't forget, 1995 to 2002. His 12-year run as a New York Giants head coach was great there uh, with those two victories over Tom Brady. And then, of course, he returned to the Jags after one season as a senior advisor to the NFL once he retired and walked away. It has not been good. It has not been good. When the Players Association comes out publicly and sends a note to the players saying, yeah, if you're planning on signing with Jacksonville, yeah, don't do it. Uh, kind of forcing Shad Khan's hand there. And I think that's what he meant by uh, recent days. The, uh, you know, the information uh, coming to light in recent days has prompted him to, quote, reconsider and make this change immediately. And, yeah, what he's saying is, you can't go into the offseason with the Players Association telling possible free agents, yeah, don't sign. Like, do not go there. You had to make the move. It's about time. And I think it goes way beyond the whole Tom Coughlin finding guys for things that he shouldn't have been finding them for. This whole team has underperformed for years now. And it's a shame because of the talent that they have been surrounded by. They did have an opportunity, of course. They made it to the AFC Championship game in 2017. Um, they were 10-6 and six, um, in that series, in that season. They ended up, uh, of course, losing, but had an opportunity to actually win with that defense, even with Blake Bortles at the helm. But then from 2017, being 10-6, and six, making it to the AFC Championship game, they dropped to 5-11 and 11 last year. They're 5-9 and nine this year. Jacksonville's combined record under Tom Coughlin, 20-26. and 26. And you managed to get a warning to sent out from the Players Union telling people don't ever go to Jacksonville and play with this team. So you had to go. Bye-bye. Uh, there is going to be, and I can imagine... What is Khan going to do now? Who is going to be the front runner? I would think that not only does the entire front office have to be rebuilt, you need, obviously, new general managers, new coaching staff. This is going to be a complete teardown and rebuild in Jacksonville. And they still have some of the pieces. I mean, let's face it. They still have some pieces there that they can actually win with. Uh, But the first thing they're going to have to do, oh, yeah, and let us not forget, Tom Coughlin was the one who orchestrated the $89 million contract for Nick Foles. Yeah. Where Gardner Minshew now is uh, in all likelihood going to be the future quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that means you just paid $89 million to a guy who in all likelihood is going to be sitting on the bench. So the list goes on. whole lot of stuff there that's just not good for Jacksonville, but maybe a new, certainly a new era is about to take place. And we talked about this a little bit yesterday. There's no way around it, guys. The NFL heading into 2020, like we said, a new decade. It's also going to be kind of a new opportunity for teams to hit the reset button. And the current teams that you see now with these young quarterbacks and these young teams like Kansas City and Baltimore, uh, these are the kinds of teams, uh, Houston, these are the kinds of teams that are going to be relevant for the next few years while the next level of NFL teams hit the reset button, the Miami Dolphins, the Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, the New York Jets are a hot mess. Uh, The Giants are a hot mess, but these are all teams 
that are the Arizona uh, Cardinals. Uh, all half of this league is going to be in the process next year, starting in 2020 in a new decade from 2020 to 2030, guys. The NFL, it's going to go through a transformation, and we are going to have that upper echelon, that real top-heavy type of league. It seems to happen every decade we do this. We all say that there's parity in the NFL, but the reality is when you go back decade to decade, it was the 49ers, it was the Cowboys, it was the Steelers, We've it's the Patriots. We've always had in every 10-year span, we've always had a couple of teams that seem to have dominated. Uh, dynasties, so to speak, at least two, three, four appearances somewhere along the lines in uh, in Super Bowls. You do have these one and dones like Atlanta, for instance, that uh, that eventually wilt away. But the upper echelon teams, the true champions, uh, every decade's got them. You know, but Patriots have been that way for a while now. Certainly over the last ten years, they too in the early two thousands, they had their dominating uh, opportunities. Teams are going to rotate along those lines, so there will be some parity in the NFL starting in 2020, but not initially because it's going to take a little while for teams like the Dolphins and the Redskins and the Giants, and you know, the list goes on. You, to me, you're going to have at least two-thirds of this league that is going to suck or tank in some aspect over the next couple of years which I think is going to skew the results. It's going to skew the playoffs. It's going to, you're still going to have teams that are going to be good. The Houston uh, Texans, the Kansas City Chiefs, the the Rams will be back uh, in some capacity. San Francisco, Seattle, Russell Wilson. These are teams that are going to dominate the NFL landscape over the next couple of years. You'd be best served maybe take a look at some of the future bets revolving those top six to eight teams, because they're going to be relevant for the next three to four years as we start the 2020 decade, guys. Everybody else is trying to play catch up. Everyone else, like the Miami Dolphins this year, they're going to be throwing in the towel. They're going to be hitting the reset button, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, list goes down, new coaching, new general managers, new drafts, new everything. And then, of course, there's the Jets, who will probably keep Adam Gase and be miserable for the next decade as well. Uh, the Giants will eventually get it right. I'm sure of that. The Mara family uh, will do everything in their power to try and get that right. The Johnson family, not so much. But Matt Patricia in Detroit, given one more year. There are some teams here, guys, where it uh, the clock is ticking, and some have just decided to throw the clock out altogether, like Jacksonville, and say, you know what? Time to rebuild. So as we end 2019 and this decade, get ready. Come 2020, it'll be a new era in the NFL for a lot of teams, a lot of fans. All right, we'll take a look here at the uh, upcoming Week 16 numbers, some of the line movements. We'll tackle that. We'll do that. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I want to invite you guys to follow us, subscribe to us on YouTube, the Sports Grid Network. You can get all the fantasy and sports wagering advice you need all the time simply by subscribing to YouTube, the Sports Grid Network, also on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. And uh, plenty of action on the uh, hardwood here tonight as you got uh, NBA, more college hoops, NHL, and of course getting ready for bowl games and why not? Put your money where your mouth is. Great time of year to do so. Just open yourself up a sports wagering account. You can do so with FanDuel. It is New Jersey's largest sports book. Just got to go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. You will receive a free bet of up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to $500 right now when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. You've got point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering. Whether it be college or pro sports, guys, you are in control but you got to head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid today. Open that new account and claim your free wager of up to 500 bucks. Do it right now. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. And uh, welcome in here to the grid. It is SportsGrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. It's the morning line as we uh, take a look here. At what happened overnight in the world of sports. And you do not have to look very much further than the NBA to realize while there are some very top-heavy teams in this conference right now as we are just about uh, a third of the way getting ready, believe it or not, for those uh, Christmas games, all five of them, uh, next week in the NBA. Kind of the... Kind of the turning point, right? Second half of the season, just after that, we get to that Christmas. There's the NBA prior to Christmas. There's the NBA after Christmas. And uh, some great games uh, coming up. And what we have uh, learned here is that there are a bunch of teams lurking in both conferences that I would not necessarily uh, sleep on. And in last night, you had an opportunity to see it. It was alive and well, especially in the Eastern Conference, where I think we can all agree to Philadelphia 76ers. Yep, they uh, they were pretty loaded. They're a pretty stacked team. And they were uh, at home last night taking on a team that, if you haven't been paying attention to them, you need to start paying attention to them. The uh, Miami Heat came into Philadelphia there with a former player, Jimmy Butler, there last year on that run. And the Miami Heat came into that game 19-8, and taking on... Well, a 20-8 and eight Philadelphia 76ers team. That's right. Pretty close in the standings there. And while the Miami Heat have uh, had a little struggles there along the way uh, the first couple of months of the season, the one thing for sure that we know is that the better teams in the league, teams like Milwaukee, teams like Dallas, teams like, oh, I don't know, Philadelphia, They've done a pretty good job on the road in their buildings taking down these behemoths. Well, they did it again last night in Philadelphia, a team that was undefeated at home, 14-0 and at the Spectrum Center there in Philadelphia. But it was not to be as the Miami Heat took them down 108-104. The Miami Heat were an eight-and-a-half-point underdog in that game last night. 
and Jimmy Butler and company, a young squad of the, uh, you know, they doing a great job there. Eric Spolster, once again, head coach of the Miami Heat. They take them down. Now they're 20 and eight on the season. The Sixers, a 20 and nine. And just like that, the Miami Heat are one of these teams, guys, that you're going to need if you're going to transition into basketball and start looking to uh, do a little sports investing in the NBA moving forward. The Miami Heat is a team you got to look at because they play great defense. They're versatile. They're athletic. They don't have a lot of size. They're not, uh, they certainly aren't what the Sixers are, uh, but they can shoot the three. They can play uh, all different types of defenses. They can man you up. They can shoot. Uh, they can shoot from the perimeter. They can hit jump shots. And uh, yeah, Jimmy Butler's doing a great job of leading these young guys. And I can and still no Goran Dragic, no Justice Winslow. They're doing a really good job in Miami. And I don't think anybody's sleeping on them. The market. And you don't have to look much further than last night to be an eight and a half point underdog on the road in Philadelphia and be a 20 win team tells me that the market has not adjusted to what's going on with Miami. There is still some hesitation there, which means there's still going to be an opportunity for you guys to invest. With the Miami Heat moving forward, keep an eye on those, keep an eye on the numbers. Uh, Also, the Toronto Raptors. Another team on the road heading to Detroit. Taking on Andre Drummond and, uh, of course, uh, uh, Blake Griffin there last night. And believe it or not, it was <laughs> it opened up as a three and a half point, um, a three and a half point advantage for the uh, for the Toronto Raptors as the uh, favorite heading into the uh, Detroit arena. They are 11 and 17 Detroit on the season. The Raptors. Right up there, too, with Philadelphia and the Heat, 19-8. and eight. And the money kept coming in on Detroit. They announced that Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond would be going last night. And all of a sudden, everyone just started piling on Detroit. And once again, the Toronto Raptors, who don't have Fred Van Fleet, uh, and uh, he's been a little banged up. They're a little banged up. But they got Ibaka back. And, of course, Pascal Siakam can drop 28 on anybody at any particular time. But... It's the markets that still have not adjusted to what's going on with Toronto. Now, it's been a rough stretch uh, the last couple of weeks for them. They've lost uh, a bunch of games, and like we said, they lost some of their players. Uh, But if you are not looking at the Toronto Raptors and taking them seriously at this particular point, and you certainly from a betting standpoint, the amount of money that you could have made this year by backing Toronto who is just not getting any love. We've seen them all throughout the season thus far. Toronto getting no love at home, uh, very bad numbers, undervalued numbers. It's uh, It's been a little crazy here. And last night, again, I think this went off at uh, the Raptors as only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They won by 13 on the road in Detroit. So the Raptors win. They are now 19-8. Uh, and eight. And all of a sudden, just like this, the Eastern Conference, Getting real interesting at the top, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, you had another team in the Eastern Conference, uh, the Boston Celtics last night, 18-7 and seven on the season, taking on pretty darn good Dallas Mavericks team without Luka Doncic, but very talented at home. Celtics haven't played in what feels like a year. It's actually been three days heading into that game last night. No Marcus Smart, uh, no Gordon Hayward, but they do have this, uh, this guy called uh, Kemba Walker who has been on fire over the last couple of games, and he proved to be just a little bit too much there for the Dallas Mavericks as the Boston Celtics as a one-point favorite on the road there. Just a one-point favorite. A lot of money coming in towards Dallas there, uh, and deservedly so. I mean, they still have Porzingis. They still got a lot of guys on that team that can actually score, but they were just outgunned last night as the Celtics took them down 109-103, to 103, covering the game. Of course, and also extending their uh, their streak. They came into the game losing two straight, but the Celtics got back onto uh, their winning ways. And now at the top of the Eastern Conference, guys, I mean, look at what's going on there. You've got Milwaukee at the top. You got Philadelphia. You got Toronto. You got Miami. You've got the Celtics. Oh yeah, and they didn't play last night, but do not sleep on the Indiana Pacers either this year. Uh, with Sabonis and the gang there who are doing an amazing job, tough out, playing great defense, 
They got some shooters now. They've got some length. They got some rebounding. All of a sudden, the Indiana Pacers, who just beat the Los Angeles Lakers uh, a couple of nights ago on their own home court. I don't think anybody's sleeping on the Indiana Pacers this year. Neither should you. And I mention this because all of those teams, outside of the the top two there, Philadelphia and Milwaukee, who are continuing to be overvalued and hammered by the markets there. Uh, and what we mean by that is that the books understand that anytime the betting public sees the Milwaukee name and the Philadelphia name, I mean, Milwaukee won 18 games in a row. They just lost uh, a game. And that included that 18-game winning streak included uh, games without uh, the Greek freak in the lineup. So it's no wonder that the betting public and the recreational better just sees, uh, oh, look at that. Milwaukee's a favorite. I'll go ahead. Double-digit favorite. We'll go ahead and back them. It's worked, but it continues to overvalue the numbers every time they play a lesser opponent. And teams like the Celtics, teams like the, uh, you know, the, the Miami Heat, teams like the Indiana Pacers, teams like the Toronto Raptors, they continue to be undervalued because of all the love that Philadelphia and Milwaukee is getting. Keep an eye on them. Plenty of opportunities here as we head into that uh, Christmas Day games, which are going to be great. But moving forward to second half of the season, I'm telling you, those teams in the East, there's going to be a window of opportunity for you guys to be able to cash into them. Bad numbers continue to show up every week regarding these teams. Take advantage. There's an opportunity to be able to profit. In the West, it's the Clippers. It's the Lakers. You got Dallas in there. Some of the teams that you still need to keep an eye on, guys, because they're coming. No matter what, uh, no matter what they uh, what they tell you, teams like the Denver Nuggets, who have not been great, but they're still 18 and eight on the season. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, they won last night uh, with a huge second half. By the way, scored 39 in the third, 29 in the fourth. They came all the way back from double digits to take down the Orlando Magic, 113-104, and they got a push because that was a nine point spread too. We'll talk more about the West. We'll take a look at what's coming up on the card here tonight. And we'll do that next here on the morning line. Sportsgrid.com. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome in here on this uh, Thursday. It is December the 19th. Welcome to The Grid. It is sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Aries, the morning line. As uh, we continue to take a look uh, around the world of sports here last night, some of the things that you guys uh, might have missed, including big night in college hoops last night, uh, where we watched another top 10 team go down. This time it was Kentucky losing to Utah last night, an unranked team. And it just, uh, they, they keep falling down here, proving once again in college hoops, there just isn't that elite upper echelon team in college hoops this year. And as it is shaping up, I'm telling you right now, this is going to be a year where come March, it truly is going to be a wide open bracket. The opportunities here uh, are going to be plentiful for some programs and some teams that we might have discounted in years past simply because they weren't on the level of a Zion and Duke or, uh, you know, uh, Kentucky and Calipari and, and North Carolina. Not this year, guys. There is plenty of opportunities as we continue to see these top five, top ten teams, even number ones, continue to get bounced week after week after week by unranked opponents proving yeah, it's taken a little bit longer for these uh, schools, these blue bloods, to be able to put it together and kind of get into a rhythm. And it happened last night again with Calipari. As Duke, 69-66, to 66, got beat by Utah in Las Vegas, by the way, kind of a neutral site game where a little tournament happening right now at the T-Bowl Arena in Las Vegas. Um, they were 10-point underdogs, Utah. They were 10-point dogs in this game, and they were plus 440 on the money line. So big ticket last night backing Utah in that game. And Kentucky, much like, uh, shall we say, teams like uh, Milwaukee and teams like uh, Philadelphia and the Clippers and the Lakers, a lot of overvaluing going on right now in the marketplace. It still has not adjusted to what's going on. We told you in the NBA last segment. Telling you again right now in college hoops, it's going to be a little while before the markets actually catch up with the fact that Kentucky is not as good as they have been. North Carolina last night falls to Gonzaga in Gonzaga there. A little Spokane, Washington action in late night uh, basketball there. Don't forget a couple of years ago, you had North Carolina and Gonzaga in a national championship game and North Carolina trucked them. They ran them over, winning by 14 points there. Uh, Gonzaga, of course, feeling that uh, they were the better team. Unfortunately, just uh, they put their foot to the gas, North Carolina, and didn't turn back. Well, they returned to favor last night as North Carolina, one of the best players in the country, Cole Anthony, out for at least a month or so now with knee surgery. So they go into Spokane, taking on uh, Gonzaga in a revenge situational spot, and they were opened up as a 10-point underdog, and it was bet all the way to 14, guys. All the way to 14. When is the last time North Carolina was a 14-point underdog anywhere in this world? And that should tell you everything you need to know about the state of affairs right now in North Carolina basketball because they got trucked once again last night by Gonzaga, who covered the 14 points. It was ugly. It was absolutely ugly. So you have teams like Kentucky losing again and again. You got North Carolina losing again and again. You had, uh, of course, I believe uh, Cincinnati ended up taking down number 21 Tennessee last night, 78 to 66. Uh, And they were actually a one and a half point home underdog. They were plus 105 on the money line. There were some ranked teams went seven and two yesterday straight up. And... 
there was an opportunity, guys, to make some money here. There's going to be another opportunity today in college hoops as the slate, just about 28 games or so on the card today. It, the markets are having a hard time catching up with what the reality of these teams are this year. And the truth is there is just no dominant team. There's We've got really good players. We've got some programs like Gonzaga that continue just to raise the bar, so to speak, where they continue to have players that play there for two, three, and four years. But a lot of these other one-and-done type of programs are finding it a little bit more difficult this year to get any cohesiveness with the program, and it's showing. But the market's still, oh, it's North Carolina. Oh, it's uh, Kentucky. Uh, oh, it's uh, Virginia. Oh. Yeah, these teams, uh, it's going to take them a little while, which means there's opportunities from a betting perspective. And again, we told you last night, a couple of big upsets. The Bulls uh, were even money on the money line. They took down the Wizards in overtime. We told you the Heat were plus 300 on the money line. They took down the 76ers. Uh, also, the Pelicans finally snapped their uh, 14, 15, 18, 19, 20 game losing streak. It was something absurd. Uh, but they were plus 140 on the money line. Took down the Timberwolves as Carl Anthony Towns all of a sudden uh, came up with an injury, quote, load management, uh, to uh, take down the uh, – uh, or give the Pelicans a victory finally in what seems like it's been uh, forever. Hell, if the Knicks are winning games, why not New Orleans at that point? Uh, Nuggets and Magic pushed, we told you. Road teams, guys. How about this? 7-1-1 one, and one in the NBA last night. That's pretty good against the number. Seven, one, and one row teams last night. Uh, the Warriors and Blazers pushed at minus nine. Unders were five and four there. And uh, NBA back at it tonight. We'll get you uh, some of those lines and some of our favorite picks coming up next hour as we look to make it rain. Also, uh, we want to tell you that uh, it is bowl season. Bowl season getting ready to start uh, tomorrow. And we had told you uh, one of the first games there in the Bahamas uh, Buffalo versus Charlotte. And Buffalo versus Charlotte is an interesting kickoff to the bowl season. A lot of wind, we're being told, in, uh, in the Bahamas for this game tomorrow. But I will say this. When you approach bowl season, a couple of things that you guys need to be aware of, and it smacks you right in the face in this very first game, is that Charlotte is a team that their program has not been around but just a few years. They uh, find themselves, for the first time, going away in December for a bowl opportunity. And they're taking on a Buffalo team that has been to a few bowls here now, but are still looking for their first bowl victory. And when you go all the way back, guys, to like 2003, history tells us that teams in their first bowl appearance, yeah, it's not really good. It's uh, it's not good for them. It's not good news for Charlotte, who also likes to uh, throw the ball a little bit. And unfortunately, when you have double-digit wins like they're anticipating in the Bahamas, it's going to make it very difficult for them, if they get behind, to be able to come back. And that's the big problem with win games, certainly in bowl games. Weather is always a factor, we tell you. Wind is the biggest factor. But what happens when you have a team like Buffalo who doesn't throw the ball? Don't need to throw the ball because they average over 300 yards there uh, a game on the ground. They've got a running quarterback. They got 2,000-yard rushers uh, behind that running quarterback. Buffalo, that offensive line is a beast. And they will have no problem keeping the ball on the ground. Wind is not going to affect them at all in this matchup. And they are really itching to be able to get that first bowl victory. They're 0-4 so far. They... I thought they'd get that win last year. They did not. And they lost three players to the NFL last year from that Buffalo team. So they started off the season rough, but they really came back uh, towards the end. I think they won six out of their last seven. They really hit their stride, really put it together. Buffalo under a touchdown. I would look in that direction if I was you. And for Charlotte, it'll be a good learning experience. Yeah, but uh, I think Buffalo will get that first bowl victory while Charlotte will have a vacation in the Bahamas that they didn't think they've had or didn't think they would have uh, in a very young program. So congratulations, but uh, Buffalo is certainly the play that you need to look at.
Uh, which brings us uh, not only Buffalo, as we've got Kent State, Utah. We'll cover a lot of these uh, games over the next uh, 24 to 48 hours here on the grid. We'll do so starting next hour here as we look to make it rain. But it's time for a good uh, gambling you for you guys regarding bowl games. And bowl games are not regular season games. And they can't be approached from a handicapping standpoint the same way. And the reason being is that because there's a lot more there's a lot more that goes into bowl season than there is regular season. I mean, we have so much data right now. We've got an, an entire conference uh, season, we've got an entire season of data under our belt from college football this year with teams. But what happens now this time of year is that there are external factors that we don't we didn't have access to during the season. Uh, and you're trying to figure out and how to weigh those external factors, things like coaching changes. Um, another thing like guys declaring, I'm going to the draft. I ain't playing in this bowl game. That is something, of course, you know, skipping bowl games is something that's kind of a new phenomenon that handicappers have had to deal with over the last couple of years. And it's very hard to quantify these things. Uh, disciplinary suspensions. We just heard, of course, that Oklahoma now lost their best defensive edge rusher. He is suspended uh, for that game against LSU. So you you put it all up and you're like, well, how do I know what for who, for what motivation? There are a couple of things, a checklist that I go through come bowl season that I think is a good idea for you guys to go through and ask yourself these questions as you are handicapping the bowl games. Uh, Number one should be the excitement level of the game. In other words, Is Alabama going to be really excited to play Michigan in a bowl game that's not for a national championship? Is Utah going to be so excited that they just absolutely can't wait to play in a bowl game that, uh, yeah, against Texas in the Alamo Bowl? Uh, Or is uh, is the University of Miami, the U, coming off a disappointment? Are are they going to be excited to play Louisiana Tech? Excitement level for a bowl game should be one of the first things that you guys take a look at when handicapping games. Number two, how off is the point spread? And are teams getting disrespected? Like Boise State, for instance, who just won the Mountain West once again, uh, taking on a Washington Huskies team where uh, another disappointing Pac-12 season. And yet, Boise State getting no love here, finding themselves as a underdog in this spot because they're Boise State. So is there some motivation behind the point spread in a game that might fuel a team? Uh, Another thing you need to look at, how successful have coaches been in bowl games? Uh, We all know, of course, that, uh, let's face it, we all know that uh, there's a guy in Clemson, guys, that's uh, that's been pretty good in bowl games. Uh, Dabo Sweeney. In fact, he's nine and one against the number in his last ten bowl games. But there are some coaches that are horrific in bowl games. A number of reasons go in there, but you should know the coaching records of teams of coaches rather in bowl games this time of year. Mike Leach, four and ten against the number in fourteen career bowl games. Doesn't necessarily get the troops ready to rock and roll there. So understand that. Understand if there is any sort of regional or home field advantage for the bowl game. FAU is playing SMU, guys. It's in their own stadium. Understand, could there be an advantage to be had there? We're always looking for an edge, guys. Always. And you got 40 bowl games coming up where if you just concentrate on those four things, you'll find yourself an edge and you'll be able to figure out which games are worth putting money down and investing on and which aren't. We'll have more on that coming up as we look to make it rain today for you. College bowl season, NFL Week 16. In the meantime, good luck tonight. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Break it all down.
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go! Starting in 2020 in a new decade, from 2020 to 2030, guys, the NFL, it's going to go through a transformation, and we are going to have that upper echelon, that real top-heavy type of league. It seems to happen every decade we do this. We all say that there's parity in the NFL, but the reality is when you go back decade to decade, it was... The 49ers, it was the Cowboys, it was the Steelers, We've it's the Patriots. We've always had in every 10-year span, we've always had a couple of teams that seem to have dominated uh, dynasties, so to speak. At least two, three, four appearances somewhere along the lines in uh, in Super Bowls. You do have these one-and-dones like Atlanta, for instance, that, uh, that eventually wilt away. But the upper echelon teams, the true champions... Uh, every decade's got them, you know, but Patriots have been that way for a while now, certainly over the last 10 years, they too, in the early two thousands, they had their dominating uh, opportunities. Teams are going to rotate along those lines. So there will be some parity in the NFL starting in 2020, but not initially, because it's going to take a little while for teams like the dolphins and the Redskins and the giants. And you know, the list goes on. You to me, you're going to have, at least two-thirds of this league that is going to suck or tank in some aspect over the next couple of years, which I think is going to skew the results. It's going to skew the playoffs. It's going to, you're still going to have teams that are going to be good. The Houston uh, Texans, the Kansas City Chiefs, the the Rams will be back uh, in some capacity. San Francisco, Seattle, Russell Wilson. These are teams that are going to dominate the NFL landscape over the next couple of years. You'd be best served maybe take a look at some of the future bets revolving those top six to eight teams because they're going to be relevant for the next three to four years as we start the 2020 decade guys everybody else is trying to play catch up everyone else like the miami dolphins this year 
They're going to be throwing in the towel. They're going to be hitting the reset button, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, list goes down. New coaching, new general managers, new drafts, new everything. And then, of course, there's the Jets, who will probably keep Adam Gase and be miserable for the next decade as well. Uh, the Giants will eventually get it right. I'm sure of that. The Mara family uh, will do everything in their power to try and get that right. The Johnson family, not so much. But Matt Patricia in Detroit, given one more year. There are some teams here, guys, where it uh, the clock is ticking, and some have just decided to throw the clock out altogether, like Jacksonville, and say, you know what? Time to rebuild. So as we end 2019 and this decade, get ready. Come 2020, it'll be a new era in the NFL for a lot of teams, a lot of fans. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.